Welcome, everybody, to another show. This is The Awakener. I have The Insider with me. We're going to get right to it. Uh, once again, visit my website, theawakener.ca. You can subscribe to all my material there. Um, there's a ton of information. Browse it. You'll kind of understand what's going on in the world right now. All right, Insider. It's been a long time since we did a show. It's been kind of Easter. We've been relaxing, doing our thing. Let's start things off. Uh, Trump is indicted. What do you Trump know? Trump is indicted. We didn't expect that happening. Well, we told everybody on the podcast about two years ago um, that it was possible that Trump would be indicted of something from either minor to major. Um, this is because we believe that optically he can't be in the White House when the truth is about to come out. Um, people are associating this right-wing movement with Trumpism. They think that Trump is the one that's at fault. Uh, and what is happening is not necessarily for, um, you know, you and me, per se. It's for the people who are asleep who don't understand the battle that's happening or what's going on. So this is something that we talked about on the show for quite some uh, time. What is your thoughts about this? Well, I mean, this is the, the, the stupidest charge that they could possibly have. Um, you know, I've looked into it. There's, there's, there's so many defenses that can be made that the thing has to be thrown out. Uh, on top of the fact that Alvin Bragg is, is, uh, uh, shouldn't be handling this case, uh, no. because of, you know, what he's, his involvement with Soros. The judge is a Democrat donor. Um, you know, and I've always said Trump is not going to be able to get a fair hearing right. in New York, in Manhattan, when, you know, the majority, it's a very blue state and the majority of people have voted for, uh, for Biden. How, how are you going to find a jury pool that doesn't know anything about Trump and is going to give him a fair hearing? It's I impossible. Don't think, I don't think he's going to get a fair hearing across the country. Uh, quite frankly, I think he's just, it's too polarized where, you know, politically, and anywhere you go, lawyers are going to try to get opposing seats in. It's just, it's never going to, something that's going to work. Um, I think this is a long time coming. I think this sets a great precedent that people are leftists are going to regret in a few years, which is now uh, an ex-president of the United States can be charged. Perhaps a sitting president can be charged. Um, what happens to one happens to all, which is something we've also discussed on this podcast for quite some time. Um I think people are focused still too much on the media. They're not really focused on what is actually happening beneath the scenes. They're not mm -hmm. um, focused on the real investigations that are happening, where these real investigations will lead. And I, I really believe that um, this is a perfect precedent that has been set um, to target other people, the current president in the White House. This is being done in a way, I think, where people are going to be able to absorb the truth. Whatever happens to Trump... Um, they can't bat their eyes if something now happens to Obama or, or Biden or Hunter Biden or anything. This is really something where, oh, okay, well, Trump got in trouble for this. It's only fair that Joe Biden got in trouble for this. Now, you remember back to impeachment when they were impeaching Trump, everybody was talking about, oh, Donald Trump is corrupt. And Trump was like, no, this is Joe Biden is the corrupt one. Mm -hmm. And look what happened. Trump had to be impeached for people to understand that Joe Biden, Hunter Biden were corrupt assholes. This is, this is just something where if this hadn't happened, I don't think people would have really understood the magnitude of what is happening. So everything that happens to Trump and these things that happen in the media are, are setups for future things to happen as we go along this road. Now with Trump being indicted, this is just, to me, this is the biggest signal that we are literally close to any day from the dam starting to break and you'll see one by one things start to happen this is kind of this magical moment we've been talking about for quite some time 
Um, there is fact that there was a FISA warrant on Patrick Ho. Uh, there's mm-hmm. possible FISA warrants on Joe Biden. Um, it, there, it's proof. We can almost see it that some kind of deep state CIA thing is working with Joe Biden right now. There's something going on. And people are so focused on these these little things that happen to Trump that they're not focused on to what is really going on with these investigations. Does well, that make I, any I, sense to you? Yeah, I agree with you. And there's, there's a few points. We mentioned a few months ago how the news media was starting to do a drip campaign talking about Hunter Biden and right. the investigations into him. Like they were, It was as if they were prepping the audience for what was about to happen. And then all of a sudden, Trump gets indicted. There's the back and forth. And we didn't think, you know, it took so long for it to finally happen. And your point is valid because... If even the people on the left are looking and saying these are really minor charges, I mean, compared to even Bill Clinton and the the dress and the cigar and all that kind of stuff, these are very minor what's happening with Trump. So imagine how they're not going to be able to have a comeback or to be able to spin this if, for example, Hunter gets charged. Well, now they can't Biden say anything. Exactly. They can't say anything. The, his brother gets charged. Like there's nothing that could, Obama, whatever the case, Clintons, no, they are not going to be able to say anything because the charges are against them are going to be treasonous, are going to be huge charges compared to uh, a $130,000 payoff to someone who threatened him. And, you know, Trump, all he has to say is he could say, yes, we paid it. And I tried to do this to save my marriage. And the judge has to throw out the case. Well, even even if he's if, if he's guilty of something, this is like a, a drop in the bucket uh, that we know of compared to the other side. So it, it really is going to come down to, well, you know, if sitting presidents can or past presidents can now be charged, this opens a huge can of worms. Like Joe Biden, um, we're looking at might only have another year and a bit left in office. Um, when he, you know, leaves, if it takes this long, he could be fair game for anything. Correct. And and we've been kind of talking about these investigations for so long now that it's literally, any day I wake up now, I'm like, today's the day. Today's the day when um, we're going to have the crack that's openly showing and everybody's going to want to investigate where this crack leads. And this this is going to lead to, oh my goodness. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I'm I'm really glad that even... People on the left, in left-wing media like CNN, there are some people commenting about these charges about Trump being like, is that all there is? Like, they thought that it, it was it was su- such a nothing burger for them that that this is a good sign that peace, even people on the left are starting to wake up and realize that something isn't adding up here. Right. I'm just responding to Frank. I know Frank is a, a longtime subscriber of my show. So, Frank, I got your email. So, first of all, the first indictment, it's... Not the first indictment. Trump is not the first indictment. I'm talking about the first indictment of something on their side, the enemy side. Um, what is happening optically is that what happens to Trump happens to everybody. And and people will be able to... This, this is Everything that has happened to Trump is leading to people going to be able to absorb what is coming out. Right. The truth. Without it being a complete shock, Right where people are going to reject it, right? Right. So this is this is an important milestone. It's just like January 6th. We told you that the FBI was running January 6th forever. We told you that, you know, right away, I believe, on the podcast. And it's, it's very clear they're running an operation that something happens to Trump. 
it sets plans and things in motion. Now there's going to be, you know, at the conclusion of all this January 6th stuff, there's going to be, you know, probably laws affecting for future insurrections, National Guard, protocols and policies, because when the traitors are indicted, there's going to be a war for control of government. And this is something we talked upon the podcast for quite some time. Um, so, Frank, we're going to make it. It's going to be good. And thanks for subscribing, by the way. Now, you wanted to talk about BRICS. You wanted to talk about um, a bunch of other stuff. What is your, What are your thoughts about BRICS? Well, what I wanted to talk about was, for example, China now is is ramping up their military um, maneuvers near Taiwan. And this seems to be uh, a bigger concern. And, and they're ramping up the rhetoric about Taiwan, too. Um, after the U.S. speaker um, uh, engaged with the, the leader of Taiwan and other people are engaging uh, with the leader of Taiwan, too. So the question now is going to be in Taiwan's next election, is the party that is closer to the CCP going to win or is the party that is uh, 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 wants nothing to do with the CCP and wants freedom and liberty? Are they going to win? And and that's going to be the big question mark here because as we when, see, do you know do you know when the the elections are? I don't know the date of the election. I'd have to look that up. I, the concern now is China is ramping up their rhetoric. They're ramping up their military maneuvers near the the Taiwan Straits. Um, so the I question, think had, I think they had nine ships and they had something like seventy yeah. planes last week that crossed. Yeah. Um, they are practicing a full circle of Taiwan. Um, so. I, I like I just I don't believe for a second that the the people of Taiwan want a government that's going to ally themselves with China. I don't believe no, it. no, for sure. And I don't believe that China has anything good in store. Just like we're like we're talking about, you know, Taiwan, whether it's Saudi Arabia, like Iran has always wanted to take over Saudi Arabia. They've always hated each other. Right. So what is happening is not necessarily being done in good. I think that they have no choice but to make peace with Saudi Arabia because now that the U.S. is getting away from them, they have bigger fish to fry. The bigger fish to fry uh, is that, you know, once the West wakes up, I, I think people have – there's a whole can of worms where this could go and the economic potential of the West together that could change the fabric of the entire world, even without Saudi Arabia being in there. So, you know, these communists, they have a plan. They want to take over the power and control of the world. I don't believe for a second that China is not going to make a move on Taiwan. Right. I don't, I don't believe for a second that the Middle East, they're not going to make a move on Saudi Arabia or Israel. Well, look what I, they're doing with Israel right now. I know, but like this is all being set up. The thing with Saudi Arabia is I think it's being set up in like deceit. Oh, we're going to make peace with you, but right. it's not really actual peace. 100%. They don't, they don't really want to work with Saudi Arabia. No, for they, sure. They, they, they want, want to, to dominate. They want to take over Saudi Arabia. They want to be the ultimate right. Islamic uh, voice in the in the Middle East. The Shias it's, want to be the the exactly. thing. I, I, I thought I thought that it was uh, a bad move for Saudi Arabia, but on the surface, Saudi Arabia is winning because the Iranian backed uh, rebels in Syria are going to be removed, and the the backing of the Houthi rebels in uh, Yemen are going to be removed. So that's a benefit for Saudi Arabia. But I agree with you long term. This is not uh, this is a loss for Saudi Arabia. So people have to understand the yin and the yang, which we've talked about many times with this podcast. We talk about the West, how freedom is expanding around the world. OK, we've talked about the enemy, communism, and it's, you know, quest to destroy the United States. The yin and yin and yang coexist. OK, the reason why the communists do what they do is because freedom 
is naturally expanding across the world. Okay, a more moderate version of Islam is more is naturally spreading across the world, and the communists will not let this happen. They will not just sit back and just let this process play out. They are the ones that have to intervene. When they intervene, they get our wrath, which is unfortunately, you know, there is another agenda on the other side, our agenda. This is, you know, it's not the U.S. that is the aggressor. The U.S. is the aggressor after the fact. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. I hope the audience does. I don't, I don't, uh, I hope so too, but I don't believe that there will be long-term peace between Israel and Saudi Arabia and, uh, you know, Iran. I believe that trifecta there that, you know, Israel will always come to Saudi Arabia's defense. I think Saudi Arabia uh, will, they will, you know, if you look at Iran, Iran would just, they would just love to control Saudi Arabia. And I do not believe that this peace that they're working to get is going to be sustained. Either something is going to happen internally with the government where, you know, Mohammed bin Salman is going to be overthrown and all the corrupt traders who are working covertly with Iran who hate that, you know, Saudi Arabia has aligned itself with the West. Um, I believe that this is not sustainable. This is an act of just deception. It's like communism being declared over to us. It's the same thing. It, it, you know, they will eventually do something and try to gain power or control of that region. It's just, just right. what I, my gut right. says. It, you know what Iran I mean? is playing poor, okay, because their economy is collapsing and they're having internal fights and strife, uh, you know, regarding women's schools and, and, and all these protests that are happening. But the fact of the matter is that Iran's economy is backstopped by China. And China has so much infrastructure in Iran and so much money in Iran that it's not like they're really, you know, suffering at the at the very top. The people on the street, they're suffering tremendously. But at the very top, they're not suffering. So China's backstopping them. And Iran is playing as if, you know, they can't afford to wage all these wars. But with China's help, sure they can. Right. And we're going to explain this more on the Patreon. So follow us to the Patreon. We'll get into this more detailed.